Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. series in the uh, letter of James and um, so during the week I was just thinking and praying about and, and one of the things about doing a series through a book you 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 take on you take up the subject that comes up you, you, you don't have any pet hobby horse and so and I tend to do things that way and and, and, and grapple and, and you, the Holy Spirit speaks to us as a church you know through that you know when I'm you know that way but um, during the week I, I praying about life and about church and, and people and I, I felt I wanted to to break into that with a, a, a one a standalone message that I believe is going to be right for, for maybe some people this morning, and uh, so um, so that's what I'm doing. I, I've put we are continuing James, but I want to I just want to deal with the subject this morning. Um, light at the end of the tunnel, finding light at the end of your tunnel, and if you're in a dark place or you're in a troubled place or you're in a challenging place. And at this morning, that's what God has been, been touching people's hearts and through the, through his, by the power of his Holy Spirit. And so, yeah, I, I, I just want to take a few moments just to share, um, you know, a, a few verses that I found very helpful to myself that have been giving me help and hope. And um, while there's no quick fix, I, I'm going to share a couple of verses that have been helpful to me and they've granted me incredible hope. And I've been able to find when I've been in particularly some dark places and some troubled places or some challenging places, I've been able to find a way through or I found light at the end, end, end of my tunnel. And that's where I want to go for a few moments. And, and um, I, I, my hope and prayer is that this is going to be something that will, that will help you. We all go through challenging times. And um, at, at times, we, you can enter quite a dark place. Maybe you're in that right now and you're here this morning and, uh, um, and you, you're, you'll feel challenged or you feel um, uh, oppressed. Or, uh, I've, I've, I've met many, many a Christian that, that feels depressed, uh, in, in, gripped with anxiety. And uh, as soon as I mention some of these things, straight away with, with, a, with a, an auditorium this size, with as many people in this, it, you know, it, it will trigger, begin to tug at your heart. And um, so I... And then there are those points in our lives when we do go through some really challenging times. And, uh, and we need to find light at the end of the tunnel. We need to, we need to have a hope that, am I going to get through this? Is there going to be a way ahead? You know, will, will this ever pass? You know, how can I get through this? And for some of us, we can sometimes feel, I don't know any way ahead. I don't know how I'm going to get through and you might be feeling like that this morning. So hope and pray that this is something that will be able to help, help you. And we're going to look at something Jesus said and then something that the Apostle Paul said. Something that Jesus said about God and then something the Apostle Paul said about Jesus and his, how he can strengthen your and my life. So there's two things that we're going to look at over the, the next two moments. And then I'm going to look at applying them in the few moments that we have together. And... Um, Something that Jesus said, he said this, and it's, in, uh, it's coming up on the screen, um, Mark 10, verse 27. 
So you, you might want to turn to these in your Bible. You might want to make a note so that you can, um, you know, you can um, go back and, and, and have a look. But in Mark 10, 27, Jesus says, he looked at his disciples and said to them, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are, but with God, all things are possible with God. With man, it's impossible, but with God, it's possible. And the context of that verse is Jesus was speaking about how it's very challenging, almost impossible for the rich, to, to, the rich man to enter heaven. He talks about threading a camel going through the eye of a needle. And the disciples say, that's impossible. How can, how can that? If, if we're rich, it's like a camel going through the eye of a needle. And they say it's impossible. And so Jesus in the back, background to that says, ah, with man, with you and I, it's, in, it's not possible, it's impossible. But with God, there's a possibility. And it made me think, and, and, this is, and we're going to apply these verses. This is, this is what Jesus says about God. We have a God where all things are possible. And, but when you're in the dark place, that's, it's the darkness that can suffocate us almost, can't it? it? It can be suffocating. And we need to see the light. We need to see the possibility. So we're going to talk about maybe how we can find that possibility in God. But Jesus said this about God. With you and I, it's impossible, but with God, it's possible. With God, it is possible. You know, we may be in a place, it may feel like it's terrible, but with God, it's possible. But I don't speak, I don't say this, I don't say this lightly. I really don't say this lightly. Because when I felt terrible and I've been in the darkest place, it doesn't look or feel possible, does it? It doesn't. Let's, let's all be honest. We're Christian, and we've been, been Christian a long time. There, there are those moments when we can wobble, and, we can, and the darkness comes in. But Jesus said this. There's something to be encouraged by for, for, for you and I. To, we have a God, our God, our Father in heaven. He is the God of the possible. With him, all things are possible. All things are possible. And we just got to lay hold of that for our hearts and lives. And, and that's something to lay hold of, to allow to lay hold of you and I, to grapple with, to think over, and to, to let that, and, and that's something. So it might be terrible, but it's not impossible. It's possible with God. And, and you know, for you and I to get hold of that verse and speak it over your life, by that I'm saying, Lord, it does feel impossible to me. I can't see a way out, but you are the God of the possible. All things are possible for you. Please show me a way. I give, I'm giving you my heart, I'm giving you my life. I begin to, that's what I say, speak that word out. I, I try to lay hold of that. I speak it out over my heart. I pray over it. I think about it. And, and it's God. You know, we, we can look to other people and we do need our friends. And you can look and we do need encouragement. But with man, it's not possible. But with God, all things are possible. And this is something that Jesus said. It's not a bit of pie in the sky. It's not a bit of, um, you know, psycho babble to encourage you. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Jesus said this about his father. So, it, you know, it's something he really wants to encourage us with. So take it to heart. We take a lot of things to heart today. But if there's anything to take to heart this morning, it's that we have a father where all things are possible. I'm feeling it's impossible. 
But with you, God, it's possible. So take, let, so lay hold of that and take it to heart. That takes a bit of time. You might need to think about that, read it, pray over it, let it lay hold of you as you lay hold of it. But it, so, so that's one. So that's the one thing. So that's something that Jesus said about God. But how about this? And um, so, so that's there's two verses that, that have been, uh, I hope, a help. The second one is this. So that's in Mark's ten twenty seven. Then I'm going to apply three things to that very briefly. And um, the second thing is this. The second verse is something that Paul said. So that's something Jesus said about God. Now, this is something the Apostle Paul said about Jesus and its effect on you and me. This is a, this, and, this is a, this is, um, and Paul said this in, I'm reading from the New King James Version. You'll see it on the screen there. Philippians 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's a, it's a classic verse. It's a verse I've memorized over the years. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Translation says, I can do all things through the, him who gives me strength. I think it's the NIV. Depending on your translation. But it's, and so Paul says that. So when, when Paul is saying this, and he's writing the letter to the Philippians, he's under house arrest. This, this again isn't a whoopee-doo or that's ever so easy to do. He's under house arrest. He, he had Roman guards so he wasn't allowed out of his house. And it was in a time which would ultimately lead to his death and martyrdom. Although he probably didn't realise that at the time when he was writing this. But it was a period of his life when he is in Rome under house arrest. Roman guards place. So he couldn't just go where he wanted. He, was, he had freedom of a house, a large house. And so he's, he, he writes. In his, in his um, physical, he was constrained. But in his heart and spirit, he was released. And that's quite amazing. To, to be released in your heart and mind is quite an amazing, even if you're constrained by other things. It's a most liberating experience that we can ever have. And um, he, he says this, I can do, he was convinced he could do everything through Jesus who gives him strength or strengthens him. And the word to strengthen means to be infused. An infusion of strength. And so he's saying that Jesus gives me his strength. Through Jesus, through Christ who strengthens me. And so that through the power of the Holy Spirit, the, the living Jesus can strengthen you. He gives you his strength. He infuses, not just enthuses, like go on, go, you, but imparts. It's a most beautiful, um, when, so when he says the word strengthens me, he, it's, so Jesus infuses, it, it, it puts in strength. He puts in his strength into me and you as we call upon him. It's quite amazing. And the Apostle Paul said this while he was under constraining arrest. And, and he, 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 it's, it's a remarkable, it's a beautiful, a beautiful and remarkable verse. We have it as a verse now. It's something he wrote to some friends, a church to encourage them. And um, isn't that amazing? I don't know about you, you might not feel that you're very much. You may have been told you're no good. You may feel that you're a failure um, right, right here, right now. But as we come to Jesus and, and we give our hearts and lives and abandon them to, to God and, and say, I want to live for you, give you my life, he, give, he puts his, himself, his strength into you and into me to resist, to be released, to be refreshed. It's remarkable. And these two verses. So, and I would say again, that's another. To, so, so it's the all important thing for you and I is our relationship with Jesus Christ. All important thing for you and I 
It, 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 obviously, we have our friendships. They're very important, our, our, our relationships. With, but relating to Jesus, having a relationship through Jesus Christ. And so, uh, amazing and beautiful. And, um, and so, so you can see. Now, so, so that's my, my first half of my message, introducing those two verses. The second half now is just applying three things from what I've just said. And, um, and then we'll, we'll conclude and maybe pray, pray together. So three, three things that I want to um, say about, about those two verses in, in application then. Um, when we're looking at, uh, it's all things are possible for God and Jesus will infuse you with strength as we come to him. So, um, number one, they're all about strength. He, he gives strength to take it away. I believe that God is a God of possibility. He's a miracle, wonder-working God. Uh, and uh, what is a miracle for me is a normal for God. It's, it's a normal day at the office for God. For me, it's a miracle day. And um, God has strength to take it away. You know, I often hear people say, I need a miracle. With what the doctor said now, this isn't going to... This isn't just not going to go away. Um, maybe, you, you, you know, you've got something at work. And you think, I, I, I can't handle this. I don't know how this can be navigated. I, I just need God. To, I, need a, I need a miracle. I need something to happen. I need a miracle. Um, you know, we, we, we sometimes, you know, you'll be in that position where, where it's really, it's, it's just darkness. You think, I don't know how I'm ever going to get through this. I, I, I just need God. Do, please do something. Take it. Help me. Put it, make it right, or you know, please God, and um, and and as we're saying, you know, uh, I need a breakthrough. I I, I think it was uh, Sue 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 Barber uh, this morning talked about giving our best to God, and there'll be breakthroughs. There's a God. He's a God of breakthrough. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, it's absolutely true. And uh, you know, we, you might need a miracle. You might need a, a breakthrough. You know, what's impossible with God is possible, uh, and 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 that that's absolutely true. He can just take it. You know, you heard um, Janet say this morning as she just prayed in the worship and said, "I, I just give you those words. Uh, they'll give you the feelings." They just went. They went. I mean, that's pretty. It's, it's, it's amazing, it's wonderful. And God can take and give us a breakthrough. And um, God is the God of breakthrough. God is the God of miracles. He heals, he saves, he delivers today. This is absolutely true. We, 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 this is why we're releasing testimonies, st- stories of, of Jesus alive today. Um, when when, when Helen, Helen and I um, pastored in, in a... A church in Aberdeen many, many years ago. You're talking about this, this, this. I'm going to share just a brief little story of, of breakthrough. It, you know, God who takes things away. And um, this, this, so this relates to Aberdeen, and I'm not going to mention the person's name just in case, you know, you know they, they listen to this one day. But, but it's a remarkable story. And there was a particular, there was a particular man in this town. This, 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 this was a, a, we were um, involved in pioneering a, a completely new church from, from a handful of people on, on this, this large estate, which is quite challenging. It, it, was, it was this huge, um, you know, like six or thousand people, council estate, that, that had lots of issues. And this, this particular man, this particular man, um, when the police came, uh, when the police would come to arrest him, they didn't send a police car, 
They sent a police van with a dozen policemen. He was well known in this area. He was a fighter and uh, uh, an alcoholic and a fighter and he was strong and he was tough and he was like a ra- he was raging, as they say up in the northeast, raging. And um, a prophetic word went out in an, in an all-night prayer meeting. We should pray for the such-and-such family. Me and Ellen didn't have a clue who the such-and-such family were, but it was this raging bull of a man family. <laughs> we found this out later. And uh, this, it was a word that came out, and so, so we started praying for this family. Anyway, lo and behold, uh, uh, the children started coming to our Sunday school, and then this dad and his wife got wonderfully converted. This, this was about a year later. It was quite remarkable. And I said, now you say, and they were wonder, and most of the people on this estate, we saw, we saw lots of conversions. When he got converted, he stopped raging. Like that, he stopped. He had some other issues, but he stopped his raging, right? He just stopped, didn't he, Helen? Remember him? He stopped. And um, I once had to tell him off. And in his raging days, he would have picked me up and thrown me out the window. <laughs> But uh, he's no longer raging, you see. And the brother of this guy messages me every single day for a year with a verse of scripture. Since when we were, since lockdown, actually, every. So, but if you just knew they were known in the area we were working as being, as Adrian said, with the police cars. But he is. Their, their lives have been changed for for the for the good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it tells yeah. me that's still yeah. living. It's quite amazing. It's quite amazing. Anyway, so so um, so a year later, so he did some terrible things. He he, he was infamous for what he, you know, he, he wasn't very nice. Let's, let's just say he wasn't nice to his wife. That was mild. And they were with social services. They were on the radar. You, the, you know, police, everything. But when he became a Christian, he went back onto social services' radar. He was nice. And they couldn't believe why he was so nice. They, they didn't have to go round to his house. They, his wife wasn't ringing him up saying he's attacking. His children were, 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 were sort of fine. He changed instantaneously overnight and was wonderfully saved. Now, he did have some other issues down the line. He lived a life. But I'm just saying... God is a God of possibility, isn't he? He is. He is. He really is. He really, really is. And that's just one story of, we could, we could write a book of stories, but anyway. So we need, and so, so look, so look, God can take it away. So I'm just saying for you this morning, God is, for you and I, it's impossible, but for God it's possible. And I don't know what you're facing in your family, your home, your life, work, health, finance, um, you can't see a way ahead. God can take it away. He can give you a breakthrough and a miracle if only you come to him and trust him. Second thing I want to say, moving on quickly, is this. Um, strength to go through. Yes, so yes, strength to take it away. But uh, now, because sometimes things just don't seem to go instantly, do they? I don't know about you, but that's wonderful. And you'll be saying, oh, I want, Lord, give me a miracle. Um, all our hands go up for the miracle. But what about to take you through? What about to give you strength 
to, to, I don't know about you, but uh, there's a particular walk you can do where there's a, like a big, like a big, um, is it a, vi- a viaduct? And as you go around the corner, it's dark. But as you get around the corner, you can see the, like you see in the picture, light in the distance. Sometimes we have to come through, navigate the, the dark to, to get to the, the light. And it, we can be in a very dark place. And um, I don't know about you, but that can be very frightening. Can it not? When darkness doesn't seem to instantly go away. When you don't seem to get the miracle. And as a Christian, you think, what's wrong with me as a Christian? Is it my faith? I've been praying for this for years. Is there something wrong with me? And sometimes there are some teachings that say it's your faith, your lack of faith, you haven't got this. I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't hold to that. I just think sometimes it's that he's going to give us the strength to come through. I think that there are times when, and I, I like to believe for the the mirror, take it away, Lord, take it away. But if you don't take it away, then help me through. Please, please. What is it Paul says? I can do all things through Christ who infuses me with his strength. He puts his strength into me. He, the Holy Spirit puts his, the strength of Christ into us and through us. How incredible is that? The same power that raised Christ from the dead is, 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 for, you, is for you and, and, and I. And uh, an example would be, um, you know, Peter walks out onto water and you think, great miracle. And, 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 and as Christians, but he begins to sink and he, he's going to drown and Jesus strengthens him and lifts him. And, and, and sometimes there's, there's those moments in our lives when we feel that we're sinking and we don't seem to be coming through and we've known of God's help in the past, but there's, there's something to walk I don't know about you, but I find that quite a challenge. I find that hard at times. But he will give you the strength. Paul says he will strengthen you. There's a, there's a, I've, I've quoted this song before, and it's quite old, but some of the old ones come round are new, don't they? It's, and it, it's by a guy called Don Moen. Anyone heard of Don Moen? Yeah, two or three of us. <laughs> Probably some more of you won't put your hand up. But Don Moen... <laughs> If, if, I, if I know church life. Don Moen says, God, he sings a song, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. God will make a way. It's a great song. It's a great song. Oh, I've sung that song many a time over my own life until, until I can't sing anymore when I'm looking for a way. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see, but he will make a way for me. See, Don Moen is speaking the truth because of some of the verses that we shared, they're not, I only shared two, there's a whole Bible, but um, God will make a way for you and, and he works when we don't see, but we, we've got to come to him, we've got to trust him, we've got to give our lives to him, we've got to say, your way, Lord, I'm going to live, live, live for you and live your, your way, Lord Jesus. You know, help me. And, uh, and Peter had to say, Lord, as he began to sing, help me. And Jesus reached out to him. He says, immediately, Jesus, Jesus says, immediately wants to help you and I. Immediately wants to strengthen your heart and life. And so he will give us strength to go through. So yes, he, he has, gives us strength and he'll take it away. Instantaneous miracle. Uh, but also a strength to go through where you'll, you'll come through some challenging times to the light, to a better place. Finally, 
Third thing I will say, strength in the midst. Strength to take it away. Strength to go through. And I think all these three things, this is the the conundrum that we face as Christians. We only think of the first one. And when we don't get that answer, we think, oh, that's it then. It's not gone away. But it might be that he's going to take you through. Maybe in your life right now, there, there is going to be that immediate breakthrough. And also it might be that he's wanting to take you through and strengthen you. But th- and third and finally, and this is the one I find probably the biggest challenge of the, th- of the three. I really like the first one. Take it away, Lord. Don't, you know, you know, and um, I find it a bit more challenging, you know, strength you know, to go through. But this now, this, this final one, I find this the most challenging. The most challenging one, and it's strength in the midst. You know, there are those moments in our lives when, when it doesn't appear that I'm getting to that place where this is taken away. It doesn't appear I'm even getting to that place where I seem to be almost coming through. It appears that I'm feeling the pain. And, and a man called Paul, the apostle, had exactly the same experience. Paul, who experienced miracles, take it away, also experienced God in the midst. In two, in the, I, I would encourage you to read, I'm not going to read it all now, but what I'm going to say now is based on 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where Paul talks about having a thorn in the flesh. 2 Corinthians 12. You might want to make a note of it. 2 Corinthians 12. So I'm not making up some story. You'll be able to trace it. And the verse in particular is 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, where where Paul says, I pleaded for this thorn to be taken away, and the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. He didn't take it away. Paul says, I plead. So in 2 Corinthians 12, Paul talks about how in his life, there's something that's troubling him, and it feels like a thorn in the flesh. If you get a thorn in your hand, boy, does it hurt. And there are times when you can have something that doesn't seem to go away. It's ouch, it hurts. It it reoccurringly, it comes back, a painful reoccurrence. And Paul had something that was a a painful reoccurrence in his heart and life. And it says that he, he went to God and pleaded that God would take it away. Bearing in mind, he'd, he'd experienced incredible miracles. Take it away, Lord, right? And he'd experienced incredible walkthroughs. This is another experience in his life where he, this didn't go and God was with him in the middle of it. And th- I believe that this covers all of our life and our lives. And you'll find that some people build a ministry only on the take it away miracle. And, the, and I, I tell you, there is the take it away Absolutely, and we, we've, I've just told you, if you, we've got stories all the time. But um, there's the whole picture of our hearts and lives here. And, um, and what, what Paul, Paul says, I, I prayed, some Bible scholars think that maybe Paul either had a, phys- a physical ailment. Uh, he talks about, I write with such large letters. There was something maybe with his eyesight or something, or something with his eyes. Um, others, other Bible scholars believe that Paul had an emotional an emotional issue whereby he, he treated the early church, he was there a murderer of the church. And when he became a Christian, and, and Jesus said, why do you kick against me? The, and when he became a Christian, um, some people, he was so amazed at God's grace that he felt guilt at the people that he had murdered. 
There is a line of, of, you can read commentaries on this, so I'm not making stuff up. Whatever it was, Paul had something that ate away at his heart, either physical or emotional or spiritual or both. And he said, I pleaded with God that it would go. Read in 1 Corinthians 12. Could be. It could be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It could have been a thorn that was a sin. You're you're absolutely right, Jahir. No, no, no. Absolutely right. I think it, it it could be all of that. Could be, absolutely. But whatever it was, Paul pleaded that it would be taken away. I, you, if you read the word plead, it's, it's, it's pretty strong. And the Lord says to him, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made, your strength is made complete in your weakness. It's, it's a remarkable, it's a remarkable chapter, chapter 12. And God gives him courage and strength. It's amazing. Whereby he comes through. But courage and strength, whereby he feels this, this coming and going, this thorn. And this is what I'm saying. There are times in our lives when we will go through something or feel something and Jesus will be in the, with us in it. But it might be that it's something that can keep coming back. I can't explain. I don't fully understand until I see him face to face. But it's, it's, it's there for us. It's there for a reason to show us something. And what I want to say to you is if you are experiencing that, whatever pain it might be, a struggle with sin, a struggle with a physical condition, a struggle with something you've prayed for many years and it doesn't seem to go away, then look, be encouraged because God can come and give you strength in the middle of that. He says, my grace. That I've, I've spoken about this when I, I've, I did a series called Rhythm, Rhythm of Grace. Um, and um, it's, it's online somewhere. The whole series on this. I think God has a particular grace for you. He has a grace for, it's got my name written on it, like a piece of Blackpool rock. Blackpool's written all the way through the rock. And God has a grace with Adrian Mancini. And in the different stages of my life, and the different places of my life, there's a particular grace and it's sufficient. It's all-encompassing. That word sufficient means everything you need. God's sufficiency, he can't be out-resourced or outstripped. He can't be surprised. It's a sufficiency that is all-containing. It's amazing when he says, my grace is sufficient for you. If you look at the real, that, that literal word, it's quite remarkable. And God will give us a, a strength that will lift us and yet help us still face the pain. I'm not being defeatist. Now, you won't, hear, you won't hear always people speak about this in the Christian world, but it's there. It's the elephant in the room staring us in the face that so many people get upset about and beat themselves up and say, I'm not a very good Christian. If you love Jesus, if you love Jesus, you're a Christian. If you're giving your life to him. It's not about being, you're better or worse than anyone else. But all three, so, so take into context then, all three of those things. Look, you know, uh, strength, miracle, breakthrough, absolutely. We can experience the breakthroughs of God, the miracles of God, whereby he takes it all away. There come moments in our lives where he will give us infusion of strength to go through, and there are also those moments in our lives where he, he's in the middle of it, and it doesn't seem to go away, but you have this inner strength and, and power of his presence that seems to hold you, and you don't fall apart, and you don't fall apart. It's due to him. It's down to him. God bless you. Let's pray.
the worship team would come back, that would be great. Thank you. Uh, I don't know where you're at this morning, but you're, you know, uh, I think in all three of those things this morning, you need, we need light at the end of the tunnel. And if that's you this morning, then, you know, I, I, you know, I would join you. Because each one of us at some point, at some place, some of us very much right now are feeling it in the midst. Some of us want a, need a breakthrough to, to, to take it away. Uh, some of us, it might be, help me get through this so I can get to the light at the other side. Uh, we're all at different places. Not to look around and say, they've got this and you've got that. and I'm... But your journey, it's your journey, it's your walk, it's your life. You see Jesus uh, right, right stand before you now. Let, let, let us pray together. Heavenly Father, we just, um, I just, I just pray, uh, you know, in, 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 in sharing this morning, uh, I just sense a lot of hearts very open. Um, there is a real opening in the spiritual atmosphere here this morning and a real opening in hearts as we are just being really ruthlessly honest and open to you, Holy Spirit. This is, these, this is, these are our lives and you can feel the hurt and the pain, and you know where people are at, Father. I don't, and you care. You're the all-sufficient one. You're the God. With man, it's impossible, but with God, it's possible. I can do all things through Christ, who infuses me with his strength. I just pray, Lord, right now, for a release of possibilities in this place. You know, I, I, I think I'm often like the the Father who said, Jesus, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. And we probably all feel like that for possibilities. I believe you for the impossible, but help me, Lord. Help us this morning, right now. I pray for relationships, families, homes, livelihoods, people's bodies, healing, you know, breakthrough, uh, uh, seeing light ahead. Uh, I pray for, pray for anyone who needs strength right now. I just pray for anyone who feels um, uh, uh, oppressed or overwhelmed, um, discouraged. I pray you put in, encourage, put courage in right now. Holy Spirit, would you begin to do that in hearts and minds as we just open up our hearts and lives to you. Uh, and the one who is feeling the thorn, the pain. I pray for anyone who struggles with thoughts, memories, uh, habits, just pray, Holy Spirit, they don't seem to go away. They just seem to gnaw and that people have pleaded. I just ask you to be, your grace will be sufficient, Lord. Would you pour out a special grace this morning? Holy Spirit, please, Lord, we love you. Make a way. Give us light at the end of the tunnel. Please, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Why? We want to be like you. We want to be more like you, Lord. We want to see you, Jesus. And we want to live for your glory. I want to live for your glory. In your name we pray. Should we stand together?